Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. VATSA. John, so you've gone over the VAT threshold? Just below it. Just below it. So you're about to go over it. Can I tell you the whole story? Started the essay. If you're going to be like Hafiz, no, but if you're not, then yes. <laughs> no, because his stories, his stories usually last about 15 minutes. They certainly don't drive like it, but that's another story. Good. We took on the essay, my accountant said, do not claim the VAT back on your furniture, on your TVs, and all the rest of it. Yep. It's going to be a non-VAT business. Fine. I did that. A year later, he's saying, oh, oh, I'd like you to start paying VAT at 20% on your turnover. I said, well, that's not doable. It's not viable. Oh, well, you can claim back all the all the VAT that you haven't claimed for on all your previous assets. Yep. Uh, speaking in the room, uh, one of my colleagues here said, there's a thing called Tom where you should only pay VAT at 5% on a holiday let. 5%? That's, that was our understanding, yeah. Which colleague was that? Tom's. This one. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Okay, why 5%? Well, that's what I was told. Tom's is to pay 5%. Dan? No. Dan? Yeah. You don't pay any VAT in our time. Oh, you don't pay any VAT. Oh, okay. No. So I've even, I've even sold it at yeah. 5%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a grey area, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, can I go back to him and say, I'm not paying any VAT? Why is he asking you to register for VAT in the first place? Well, it was a VAT registered company, and I, I did other things in this company. But it just seems to me to have this SA within this company. As long as you've not breached the VAT threshold, there's no, there's no need to register. If you have to register, then you have three options. The first one is 20%. Okay. The second one is the flat rate scheme, where you pay a lower percentage, but you can't reclaim any VAT on the items you've bought unless those items cost £2,000 or more per item. Yeah? And your third option is the tour operators management scheme, which is pretty complex, which we can't cover today, uh, but that will possibly reduce your VAT by a significant margin. Yeah, those are your three options. Right. I was in the flat rate scheme before, but came out of that a couple of years ago. But the, was that for the SA business or something else? Something else. Yeah. But why don't you keep your SA business different from your other business or businesses? I think I'd like to, yeah. yeah. Can I put that into a SPV within the same company or does it have to be in a complete? No, no, no keep it in a, in a separate company. Because when you start mixing different income, yeah. you're likely to breach the VAT threshold quicker. So let's say you've got SA income of 40,000 and you've got uh, other income of 50,000. If, if they're both in the same company, then that company is turning over 90,000 pounds, then all your income becomes valuable. So you're better having two separate uh, companies, yeah. one for SA and one for the other business, which let's say is accountancy services just for the uh, purpose of this particular uh, answer. The first business is no longer operational. Really. So it's dead. I used to be an engineer, I used to work offshore and things. Yeah. I'm more interested in property. Yeah. 
So if 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 there's so if there's no other income coming in from your engineering business, then keep it keep it just keep it in the same company. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you stay below the VAT threshold. Right. Right. I could actually deregister VAT if I wanted to as well. If you, so at the. I'm, below, I'm, I'm VAT registered. I'm below the threshold. So you can deregister. Right. Yeah. As long as your turnover is less than I think it's eighty two. No, I think it's for deregister it's just two grand less eighty three thousand. Yeah. So deregister. Yeah, there's no there's no benefit in anybody registering for VAT generally speaking. Yeah, because even if you can reclaim on the things you bought, you're going to charge more on your turnover. Therefore, every quarter, if you're on quarterly returns, you're going to be paying VAT over. Now, if you're in a business where most of your clients are back registered, then it's okay because you charge them VAT, they claim it back, you collect it, you reclaim VAT on your uh, admin expenses. Okay, and you pay the difference to HMRC, it's okay. But if you're doing SA, most of your customers who are using the rooms aren't gonna be VAT registered. They probably aren't using it for business purposes. Therefore, they can't claim back the VAT. Therefore, you have to charge them extra to cover the 20%. Yeah? Okay with that, John? Yeah. Cool. Anybody else have a question apart from us for fees? No? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, did you charge him extra, by the way, Dan? <laughs> every, every time he comes onto my course, I charge him 50% extra. Um, commercial conversions, just saying. Commercial conversions. Yeah. Um, I used to be an IT contractor. Yep. And I used to be on the flat rate scheme when I was in there. And then they changed the um, allowances, the percentages. For the flat rate scheme, yeah. And, the yeah, and it didn't work out yeah. any benefit whatsoever to be on the flat rate scheme. Yeah. Yeah, it, would, it, it might have been £5 benefit over a year or something. Yeah. Yeah. So effectively nothing. Yeah. Operating SAs, I don't know what the allowance values are at the moment. Is it beneficial to be on a flat rate scheme for SAs? It depends what other costs you've got where, mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the inputs. So it could be, but you have to do the calculation. Yeah. You wouldn't know what the percentages are. I could, not at the top of my head. Fine. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Ha your name is? Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey. Hi, Steve. Oh, by the way, I knew you, Steve. Thank you, guys. Um, can you uh, give some detail about reclaiming VAT if you hold a commercial asset? Do you want to expand on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, expand on that, no. <laughs> I'll ask. You know yesterday we were talking about when you're doing a commercial conversion and you, you're charging 5% VAT or your contracts are charging 5% VAT. Now if you're selling, you reclaim that back. If you're holding, you need to think about your company structure and how you would get that 5% VAT back. So I think what Steve was trying to ask yeah. was how that would work and how you could reclaim 5% VAT if you're holding the asset after you convert. Okay. Thank you. That's exactly what I meant. Steve, <laughs> Steve we're going to cover that for you when we do company structure. Dan, I'm, I might go a bit over time. Is that okay for you? Who asked a question about CGT? Okay, purchasing a property, it says in the details, uh, plus VAT. Okay. Obviously, if we're So you're buying a commercial property? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, we want to get rid of that if we can. If we can't, we'll have to pay VAT. But it'll be a knockdown and a re rebuild. Yeah. Um, and it'd be inside a limited company. Now there'll be capital gains on the VAT part of that, will, or will there? No. No capital gains on the VAT part. 
if it was a private person, it would then you would get. No, because you 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 pay the VAT, okay, uh, and then if you if you're going so you're buying a commercial property, and you're buying it from a person who's opted to tax. That means at some point in the past, they either uh, bought the, the property with VAT on it, or they wanted to do a major refurb and wanted to claim back the VAT on the refurb costs, uh, and therefore went to HMRC and said can we claim back the VAT in the refurb cost? And HMRC say, yes, you can, but there's two things you have to do. One is charge VAT on the rent. Secondly, charge VAT when you sell the property. Right. Now, when, when you're buying from them, you pay them the VAT. You can reclaim the VAT. Yeah. If you carry on charging VAT on the rent, and you charge VAT when you sell the property, that doesn't affect capital gains tax in any shape, way, or form. Capital gains tax is uh, after VAT, excluding VAT. But um, I've seen places where that you um, you got you pay your VAT, and then further down in the listing in the company accounts, it says capital gains because you've actually gained from the VAT or something like that. So I was just querying. I'll show no. you something maybe later. Yeah, in yeah. Break. But VAT's got nothing to do with capital gains. Cause no, no, but you, yeah. you get charged capital gains on the VAT. No. no. Um, I'll happily have a look for you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be something else. Yeah. When do you Sorry, pay? Sorry, When do you pay that VAT? Sorry? Which, which moment? At the purchase time? You're supposed to pay that VAT? Yeah, so, so when you buy the building, when you complete, let's say you're buying for £500,000 plus VAT, so that the VAT is £100,000. Okay, for Hafiz, you can figure that out, by the way, okay? Hafiz? Okay, what, so what was it? 20% VAT and 500 grand. I, I think it's 100 grand, but can you work it out for us? And a little, you, you sure? Confirm that, yeah. Okay, Hafiz is with us. Uh, so then when you complete, you need to pay 600,000 pounds to the seller. Then you can claim back the VAT. If you're doing a commercial conversion, by the way, because uh, that's what Darren wants me to talk about. I am trying to bring them back, Dan, sorry, sorry. Uh, if you're doing a commercial conversion, you can complete a VAT 1614D, give it to the seller. If they accept it, you don't pay VAT on the transaction, which is good for you, because then you don't have to find the 100,000 pounds in using our example, okay? And you pay, you pay less SDLT, because stamp duty land tax, oh, that's stamp duty land tax, you pay on the purchase price plus the VAT that's element. That's the tax I was looking mm. for. That's it. SDLT. SD, not capital gains. SCMT. Is there any way of mitigating that tax at all? Oh, that's a, a two-hour seminar on that. <laughs> As Dan knows. <laughs> Usually yes, but it depends on the situation. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. More often than not, there could be a saving. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to save you all that rigmarole, and it's going to save you the headache of trying to get the VAT. Yeah. And it's going to save you the, the trouble of trying to get the 100 grand back down from HMRC, because they like taking money in. They're not so good at giving money back. Could you just repeat that last statement that you said about the stamp duty? Yeah. So, so if you're buying a property for 500 grand, yeah, plus VAT, so you're paying 600,000 pounds for it, you have to pay stamp duty land tax on the 600,000 pounds. So you're paying tax on tax. You're paying SDLT on the VAT element. If you can somehow avoid paying the VAT and you're just buying it for 500 grand, 
then you pay stamp duty land tax on 500 grand and not the additional 100,000 pounds. So in this particular case, it's gonna save you 5% uh, of 100,000, which a fees will tell me is five grand. Is it always 20%? The VAT is, yeah, yeah. And what was the 5% VAT? Is that on the refurbishment? 5%, so, so now, now you've, you've bought this commercial property, okay, and you've, you've uh, handed in a, a VAT 1614D to the seller, they've accepted it, so you bought 500 grand. Now you're going to do the refurb, so you're going to change it into uh, flats, then you pay 5% on, on the labor cost, 20% yeah. on the materials, However, if you outsource the labor and materials, then you pay 5% on the whole lot. What do you outsource? As in give it to a contractor. Okay. Yeah? But if you want to buy the materials yourself, then you pay 20%. Okay? So it might be better going through what Dan was talking about earlier in terms of tendering out and uh, you, you just pay for everything as opposed to buying and stuff. 0% renewable. Yeah, that's right. John. Yeah, Shaz, I've just done some numbers, and this 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 essay will hit the VAT threshold. Yeah. And also, if I've got a VAT limited company, I probably don't want to shut that VAT capability down, especially if I'm going to buy another commercial conversion in the near future. Could I move that? Don't buy the commercial conversion in the in the SA company unless you're going to convert it and run it as SA. Right. So I think I need a second company, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your commercial conversion separate. The only thing is, if that's not VAT registered, it's got no history, open a limited property, open a bank account, yep. why don't I put the SA stuff into that and the commercial conversion to the first one? No, do it the other round. Okay, but yep. I've deregistered that for that. Yeah. And then I have to re-register that one for That's that. fine. Yeah. It's not a big deal. No, no, big no, no big deal. HMRC will, will like you when you fill out that form to say, I think it's called a, a VAT1, I think, to say, can I pay you some VAT every quarter? Right. Okay. Yeah? Oh, yes, please. Thank you. Uh, Maybe for Dan, but the, the £100,000 in VAT, if you applied for the section 16, what was it, to tell the, tell the vendor... 16140D, yeah. Yeah. Why would, they, why would they accept that? Because does that not mean that they have to pay the £100,000? They might have to, okay? Uh, uh, but sometimes they'll accept it, sometimes they won't. If they don't, then you can't. Uh, you can't force them, and uh, then you'll have to pay VAT on the transaction. So if they don't pay it and you don't pay it, who pays it? No, you it, no. <laughs> it, <laughs> if they they accept it because they don't have to uh, pay the hundred grand, it depends on the situation, how long they've had the property for, and what what they've reclaimed. So if they accept it, nobody pays. If they don't accept it, then you 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 have to pay. Yeah. Because they're going to claim that one hundred thousand pounds back of other bits within their. That's right. So it depends on their particular scenario. So maybe you need to explain to them that they can do that. Maybe they don't. Know. They'll talk to their accountant and come back to you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Could you just say that form again, please? One six one four D. However, your other option, while we're on VAT, and then we're going to go on to uh, company structure, is if you're buying a commercial property with a sitting tenant. Then you can use the transfer of going concern rules, TOGC, transfer of going concern. So you're buying a property with a sitting tenant and then you avoid paying the VAT. However, you must then, once you've bought the property, register for VAT and charge VAT in the rent going forward. 
Yeah, so it, that, it helps you avoid paying the VAT, which means you don't find the extra 100 grand using this particular example here, Dana. Okay, but you start to register for VAT going forward, yeah? So if you chose, you, you purchased it, you pay your VAT, but then you chose on the new refurb, not to charge VAT, you can do that if you want. You can do that, but, but then you can't claim- As long as you don't get to that threshold. But then you can't claim the 100 grand that you paid yeah, on yeah. purchase, yeah. There you might be a There could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. The smaller the VAT element, the more the reason you might think, oh, well, it, it's only, let's say, 20 grand. Yeah. I don't want to claim it back, it's a headache. So you pay the 20 grand uh, and going forward, Deregister or don't register for VAT and you're okay. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.